welcome to another episode of Coffee in Christ. Good evening. Yes, Dylan, welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, uh, guys, we 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 missed we missed the button. I would, I, or maybe it just didn't load. I I trust that Dylan hit the button. But two weeks ago, um, the podcast did not upload. That was a combination of things. The church Wi-Fi was being super slow, oh. and I thought it uploaded, but it didn't. So it was actually, I'll take the blame, because I assumed it was done, and mm-hmm. it was not. Yeah. So, but it kind of worked out, because, all right, let's just recap one more time. So last week's episode that was posted just, you know, recently, um, or recently, probably Thursday. So, like, just mm-hmm. last week. That episode was intended for two weeks ago. It was. And just so we can recap on today's date, the day is the 8th. So it was supposed to be two weeks ago and uploading mishap. So then we uploaded it last weekend. And then it actually worked out because we had a work emergency. Wasn't able to get into to the studio. And, and Dylan had some, he had some big plans going on. You know, we'll let yeah. him tell about that. But... Um, so it kind of worked out, but now we're back on schedule. We are back on track. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're, that's all you need to know. That's all, that's all you need to be concerned we're, about. We're here. <laughs> we didn't go anywhere. That's right. Well, Dylan, what's so we're doing? Where'd you go? Oh, so. You tell as much as you want. I'll, be, I'll try to be quick. No, no, no. Uh, but it's like we can. This is exciting stuff. So we went. You tell as much as you want. To Baja, Mexico. And if you remember, if you recall, if you've been a faithful follower, if not, work on yourself. But if you have been a faithful follower of our podcast, we go to Mexico every year. And this year was my first year getting to go to what they call the Baja Conference. <sighs> not to downplay anything, I'm not tired of the story I'm about to tell. It's just the sun's going down. So. It is. It's been dark for 17 hours. <laughs> sun's getting real low. <laughs> I'm about to start. Anyway, Never mind. Anyway. It feels like it's 14 p.m. No kidding. With the sun going down at, I mean, it is 5.16 right now when we're recording this, and that sun is gone. It's gone. It's, it's quite dark. It is dark outside. That that takes a toll on you. That makes you get tired. Oh. Anyhow. And this morning, I had a panic attack. It was a lot of, over, I had overslept. It was so bright outside, I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is up, and I am not. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, I went to the conference. Hopefully, Jackson will get to go next year. Whoop. But um, basically, the Baja missions is what, who we kind of work through, which is a church Christ based mission company, and basically, you just get all the folks together. In one place, mm-hmm. and I just talk about the projects that were done, and you know what we're hoping for, and just getting an update, and really getting to talk with the the preachers that are actually at these churches. I want to say how many there are, but I forgot. Like twenty, really? I don't know, eighteen or twenty churches that have been planted in the Baja Peninsula. That's crazy. So uh, all the preachers come. And we get to eat with them. Ate a lot of fish tacos. I don't like fish tacos. <laughs> um, ate a lot of them, and um, they were actually really good. Yeah. Put a little mayonnaise on them. Anyway, so um, I did. Really? They were good. I like it. Just not a lot not of it. A lot of it. But put a little warm mayo on there. Been sitting out in the sun for a little while. Mm. <laughs> Slavered on that fish. <laughs> Yum. <Yeah. laughs> um, 
So, um, but yeah, they, uh, they, they cook us lunch multiple times and that's always <coughs> good. You know, they love to do that and we love to eat their food. And so, uh, that's just their way of saying thanks. So we did that and, you know, tired got the scoop on, I'm still getting used to the, the time change, <laughs> but, um, got the scoop on, you know, Baja missions and what's going on. And we kind of plan for our upcoming trips that are either in the spring or the summer, <coughs> which is the most exciting part because we've been working with Colinette for five years. Ever since you've been And Colinette is a, it's a very well-established, one of the better established churches um, there in the peninsula and uh, kind of taking a leap of faith. I'm excited. And we're still going to get to see all of our friends in Colinette uh, and some of them listen, so we're not leaving you. But we are going to... Uh, Zapata, which is about an hour, hour and 15 minutes south, so deeper into the Mexicano land. Um, and we started working with them some last year and planning. Um, but basically, there's like 60 people that meet at this church, and they meet in a house, like a very small, like not, not like our house. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine your dining room, basically. Right. And there's 60 people in there. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. And so we were all packed. But they do that every Sunday. Like That's crazy. But they don't have a church building. And so we actually bought some land while we were there. Oh, yeah. And we are, over the next five years, are going to build them a church facility. That's awesome. So it's going to be super cool. The preacher there, his name is Mario. Love the man. He's the most precious little Hispanic man ever. And, um... So yeah, we did all that, bought the land, spent some time with them, um, spent some time in San Diego, got to go to a fun bookstore, and eat some really good Italian food. There's a place there called um, Felipe's. It is top notch. <laughs> so had some good ravioli from Felipe's. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was a great trip. So we're gonna be going. It's kind of sad this year. Our group is kind of splitting up just because, you know, we all have different things going on. But a few of us are going in March again, and then a few more will go in July. So that'll be super fun. So, yeah. Awesome. Mexico bought some land. So we're going to start building a church. Oh, yeah. Anybody knows how to do that, let us know. Let us know. No, just kidding. Email. We have an experienced team. Oh, yeah, you do, actually. So so we're working with some churches in Kentucky that have done this before, and so we're helping them and all working together to build a church. Way cool. I'm excited. Oh, and my yeah. parents are going to come. Uh, Jay that in Mexico. Be fun. You're going to miss it. Jay in Mexico. Oh, and Amy in Mexico. Oh, she's going to be so good. I know. You're going to have a good group. I know. I'm a real good group that's going to go. We're still hoping and praying that Jackson can come in March. Me too. Unlikely, but maybe. Hoping and praying as well. Maybe. Maybe. So, unlikely, but we're going to try. Wherever the Lord takes me. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about that. So, that's been really my entire week. See, that trip really snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. My fault. I thought it was we were leaving tomorrow, not last week. <laughs> so, um, so, things were a little hectic. My home right now is a wreck. Oh. My truck is a wreck. Like, uh, my life okay. is just, my life is in shambles. 
Well, he just got but, your truck back, though, so... Yeah, and I had a little car accident a couple weeks ago. I got my truck back today. I so, fixed it. you can't blame yourself for the truck, so... You just have that. <coughs> oh, excuse, excuse me. We'll turn that over to Jackson while I have a coffee fit. All right. So, for me, I guess it's been... I guess two weeks since you last seen Nothing too crazy has happened. I've kind of uh, just been uh, puttering along while Dylan's living up in Mexico. Uh... I mean, work has been kind of steady to slowish, just because if you're in Tennessee, last week was in the 20s. This week has been in the 70s and 50s. And, and 80s. And 80s. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been kind of crazy. And for me, that kind of messes up our little work schedule sometimes. Because <laughs> yes. we are very, uh, not very, I guess, but like, we're mainly weather-based. Oh, yeah. We're very weather-driven. Yeah. So if it's cold, uh, we're most likely going to get some more business. If it's super hot, you know, you all get the gist. Well, it's been mild. So the units aren't running as bad. So it's kind of been kind of slow. But we've made the time pass by. What have you seen the forecast? No, I haven't. Next I... week is going to be wonderful. Okay. So not for work. Just wonderful in general. But today, high 79. Tomorrow, 68. Cool. Friday, 54 and raining, so that's going to be a little chilly. Okay. Saturday, 59. What a great day to hunt. Okay. I hope. Um, Sunday, 60. Monday, 63. Tuesday, 63. Wednesday, 67. Thursday, 65. Friday, 63. So, 60s are better. I love the 60s. Okay, yeah, 60s is better than 70s. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hot. You thought we were breaking out the warm clothes. Not just yet. Not if you're in Tennessee. But, uh, but yeah, that's been about it. Um, I will give you a current countdown update real quick. Mm, yes. <laughs> Disregard the last episode's countdown. Was it wrong? Well, no, it was just posted a week late. So, you know, subtract like seven from all of that. But my time right now is it's Wednesday, November 8th at 524 p.m. And we are exactly 46 days, six hours, 35 minutes, and 30 seconds right now. You are good. Sing it on, you know. We're about to be away for you. On hits. <laughs> 937. Come on, Michael. Get, get, get together. Sing. Here he goes. I was wrong. Now. He's going to say it's beginning of Black Christmas. Come on, buddy. He's shy. It's beginning to look alive. What a build-up. <laughs> go, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat. Anyway, sorry. If I would have known that it had that long of an interlude, then I would not have. What a build-up. That was great. Michael Michael Buble, everybody. Oh, we love Buble. Uh, so, guys, since last week's episode was a little, a little weird, um, we're going to be back on track. If you listen to it, which hope you did. If not, check it out. Um, we started to get in the last couple of verses in chapter eight, um, and then we ran out of time. But however, I spoke of my poor part, excuse me. So, um, I think we're just going to reread those last couple of verses in chapter eight, and then we're going to let Dylan go to pound town on it. Let's go. All right. Let me read it. Or you want me to read it. I didn't hear what you said. I'll go ahead and read since you're going to be talking. Oh, okay. All right. Verse 22, chapter eight. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work. 
the first of his acts of old, ages ago I was set up, at the first before the beginning of, of the earth, when there was uh, no depths, I was brought forth, when there was no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills I was brought forth, before he had uh, made the earth with its fields, or the first ones, the first of the dust of the world, when he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, uh, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters might not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master workman, and I was daily his delight. Rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and delighting in the children of man. And now, O sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and do not neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. For whoever finds me finds life, and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. So something really cool is happening here, and I hope you find it cool as well, because I do. It gives me goosebumps. So, you know, we, we, we read about creation and, and God doing all these miraculous things and six days resting on the seventh. But, you, you mean, have you ever really thought about how that happened? Yeah. Or, like, I can't fathom it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's unfathomable, if you ask me. Awesome. But, like, I can't. I mean, you just ask and say, you know, here's light, and it is. Oh, yeah. There's I mean, no imagine way. the mountains, and imagine, I mean, just, it's crazy Yeah. to think about creation. and But we read, and like my entire time as a Christian, I've never really dove into Proverbs like I should yeah. until now. But like, I knew it was about wisdom, and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But we read about all these things, and... and you know, God always being there and God creating this. And every time I envisioned it, I kind of envisioned God creating the world by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, just like standing somewhere in a field, like pointing and like there's the Rocky Mountains. You know, like just, I mean, yeah. that's how I've always envisioned it is just God being singular. Yeah, yeah. But now we have Lady Wisdom. And when Jackson talked about this last week, or two weeks ago, I think. But now we have Lady Wisdom that is basically suggesting to us here that God didn't create the world alone. Right. Because she was in his midst. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that she's a, a co-creator. She's like an attribute. But like an attribute, a companion, a witness throughout all of creation. Yeah. And she's watching this happen. But here's what I think is really cool. You know, we talk about being Christians and being full of wisdom and being mature and being, you know, wise in our thinking and making the right decisions and all these things. I mean, mean, Jackson just, you know, hammered this over the last eight chapters. But notice verse 30. This is where my study took me. Okay, and again, Jackson may be like, this is not at all what we were going to talk about. No, go for it. But my study took me, and I did this in Mexico, to verse 30. Okay, and then she's, I'll back up a little bit where the, the sentence break is, which may be way up there. 
It is. I'm just going to start in verse 30. But she said, then I was beside him like a master workman. Right. So she's witnessing all this. And, and listen to this. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, always rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of man. So you have, and this I'm reading from the ESV, but you have words here like delight and play and joy and all these things that we've really not talked about mm-hmm. so far. You know, expressing wisdom through delight, play, and joy. Because Lady Wisdom is sitting here talking, and she's saying, you know, I was there. It was fun. I was able, I took delight in it, you know, and watching, you know, all these things and being happy and delighted with the inhabitants that were in the world and the children of man. We've not talked about that. You know, and I don't feel like we do it enough, you know, expressing wisdom and and really as as you grow and as you mature as a Christian, you know, I feel like I hope that you continue to study and you continue to be filled with wisdom. But then think about how you are in your life and the delight and mm-hmm. the joy and all these things that she's talking about here. You know, we've not really discussed as portraying that as wisdom. Yeah. You know, and then you read, if we're going to inhabit heaven, that we have to have the spirit of a child. Right? And, I, and then I'm kind of, I went on a big roll rabbit hole the other <laughs> night. Because I have a, like, I never adjusted to the, the time very well. And so I would wake up at like 4 a.m. Mexico time because it was 6 a.m. at home. Right. And so I would just study because I had nothing else to do, which is not why. I mean, if you had nothing else to do, like it shouldn't be your last resort. Right. I didn't, right. That didn't sound right. But I just spent time. So I was studying this. I don't know, like I think it was Friday morning or Saturday morning. And couldn't remember exactly where we got to, but I was happy. I studied the right thing. Nice. But... When was the last time you thought about your life as delightful? Right. Or you thought about your life as full of joy? And then you read and you're like, you know, how how do I have a spirit like a child? If I'm going to enter the kingdom of heaven and I'm going to try to do that my whole life, so I'm going to try to be full of wisdom, but how am I going to become like a child? And you think about kids and I think about my niece, you know, she's four um, it should be five this summer. But, like, you think about kids and, like, everything makes them happy. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Andrea were talking about, oh, what are we going to get waiting for Christmas and, and all this stuff. And Andrea laughed and she was like, if I gave her a coupon to play on my phone three free times, that'd make her the happiest kid in the world. Because yeah. she loves, for whatever reason... She begs. She'd be like, can I play on Andrea's phone now? Like after dinner. Because Andrea has games on her phone for her to play. <laughs> but, like, that that makes her happy. And it's simple. Right. And I think she's talking about this. And, again, this is my opinion. But she's saying all this 
and I was, you know, she's saying I was having fun and smiling before him mm-hmm. all the time. While the earth is being created, while the first inhabitants are on the earth, she's happy. She's right. excited before everything else. And you think about wisdom, and, and I hope you don't think that we've overcomplicated it, and I may have, but I mean, you read about all this stuff, and you're like, man, I've got to do this, and I've got to do this to, to be full of wisdom, but hang on a second. Have we overcomplicated things yeah. in our lives? And I'm not just saying have me and Jackson overcomplicated things, because what we've said is valid and important, but Lady Wisdom is literally saying here, you know, the being of wisdom is saying, I was just happy, and I was delightful, and it was awesome. And, you know, we think about how our lives have progressed, and have we really overcomplicated things to where we're not delightful anymore, and we're not playful, and we're not full of joy. I mean, every life has its complications, and every everything that we deal with is not always fun. And I understand that. I'm the the poster child of not showing joy. I mean, Jackson can attest to that. Like, sometimes I'm just not. But Lady Wisdom is being like, I think we've missed the point here. And then you, you think about the words of being simple like a child. Maybe we need to, the most full of wisdom thing that we can do is just be happy. And be happy in Christ. And that's it. Yeah. Don't worry about everything else. Because if we're truly following Christ, you should be happy. Because, listen, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be real. No money, no you know, job, no schoolwork, no anything that we stress ourselves out over. If we're truly following Christ, the best way for us to show wisdom is to be happy in Christ. And that's it. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Like, live a simple life and be happy while you do it. You know, there's no reason to overcomplicate, excuse me, overcomplicate everything. You know, wisdom, she's calling us as we continue reading there. You know, she's saying all these things and then she says, hear my instruction and be wise. Listen and don't neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates. We're watching her, and she's telling us about how awesome this was and how amazing. And we we forget so many times. We forget that joy is a defined, divine gift. Like Christ is saying, if, if you're in Christ, I'm not giving you happiness. I'm giving you joy. And there is a distinct difference. Happiness is temporary. Joy is not. Mm-hmm. Joy is something that you feel every day because we're in Christ. And Christ gives that to us as a divine gift, no doubt. But she's prompting us to, to understand what she's saying. And then in verse 35, for whoever finds me finds life. I'm giving you life, giving you a joyful and delightful life. And obtains favor from the Lord. But he who falls to find me injures himself. All who hate me are all who hate and love death. So she's saying, if if you don't have this joy, 
then you're dead. Yeah. And I've been thinking about, you know, this podcast helps me and him, me and Jackson, probably more than anybody else. But, I mean, just because we, it causes us to study. Yeah. But I was thinking about, I've been trying to, in the past, like, year, like, listen more than I speak and just be quiet. That's not like me. We're going to get that in Proverbs. That's, <laughs> that's not like me. You know, I'm very outspoken. But I think I've done pretty good. Yeah. I've been working on it of just being quiet and listening to what, you know, everybody else has to say. Yeah. But I've been thinking about how can I be, you know, more full of wisdom. I don't know how to say that. Or how can I make choices in my life that show wisdom? And, and I've been really kind of thinking about that here recently. But I totally miss that. To where Lady Wisdom is saying, be delightful. Yeah. Be joyful. Don't overcomplicate this. Yeah. Because you're missing this entire divine gift, you know, God gives us so many things when we're in him. And I think there's so many things that we miss, but this is one that I'm like, man, I think maybe perhaps I've missed this a little bit because we are designed, you know, well, the image of the woman here, okay, Lady Wisdom, reminds us that we are divinely created for community designed to delight in Christ with joy and wonder and all these things. And that's not something that's popular now. But she's telling us, and God, like we said, has had a companion here. She was at least in the midst of creation. And number one, that causes us to be like, oh, maybe we should listen to what she has to say. Oh, yeah. But... She was in the midst. She witnessed all of it. And so she's saying we are divinely created for community, for joy, for happiness. That's that's who we should be as Christians. And we're not always that way. And I'm not always that way. And we're not always going to be that way. I understand that. But it's so full of wisdom to just be simple. You know, that goes in every aspect of our life. You know, a lot of people probably think that, like, my prayer life is just all over the place. Because my prayers don't start with, dear God, and end in amen. They just don't. Right. They do in, like, a professional setting. But, like, me and God, we chat all the time. And it's just, like, random thoughts out of my head. <laughs> that I'm like, what do you think about that, man? Yeah. You know, but, but, but I'm just saying there's there's wisdom in that. I'm not saying that I'm full of wisdom, but I'm saying I've really been trying to be like, you know, there's joy in the simple things. Yeah. And she's saying, find joy everywhere because we're in Christ. And I think when we're in Christ, we get this blanket of blessings and we get this blanket of joy in our lives. And we kind of cut holes through that blanket and try to look outside to see what bad things we can find. Yeah. And that's not the way God intended for us to live. He gives us this this blanket, and he says, be happy in everything that you do. Because we, we seem to, and this is kind of where well, I'll stop, but, you know, we seem to, we have this, we have this problem, because it is a problem, but we have this thing in our life to where everything we, we say is, I have to. 
You know, I have to get up and go to work. I have to get up and go to church because it happens. You know, I have to, you know, go record the podcast. I have to go see my mom, you know, all these things. And, and it takes the joy out of things because no one wants to really have to do anything. Yeah. But how about we replace that? And this is very simple, but it's a Christian, I think, Christian wisdom. Why don't we replace the have to with I get to go to work? Yeah. I'm blessed to do that. I get to go to church. Some people don't. I get to go clean my house. Oh, wait. I'm mad about cleaning the house, but some people don't even have one. Yeah. I mean, you guys get the point. Find joy because God has given us this amazing feeling that we should have of just being joyful, being delighted because we're in him. We have a home in heaven. But stop cutting holes in that to find everything else that's wrong with the world because I'm telling you, if you go looking, you're going to find it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like we talked about, you know, adultery and and cheating on spouses and all these things that we talked about for, what, three chapters? Yeah. And we, we talked multiple times. If you go looking, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. If you guys, if you go looking for the bad, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. But Lady Wisdom is saying, look for the happiness. Look for the joy. Because there is wisdom in that. So, uh, tr- I mean, if you're struggling with that, Understand that that's that's how we're supposed to be as Christians, happy, because and and show that happiness. Yeah. Don't just keep it inside. Like show it. Be be happy about it, and show people that. You know, and don't be afraid to show people that. You know, like we talked and I talked about it and talked about it, but like the blind, where Phil Robertson is openly showing how terrible of a person he was. But then basically, he's like, I found joy. I found Christ. Mm-hmm. And I changed all that. Show people that. You know, I've not always been joyful. I've been down a lot of bad roads in my life. And you know what? People make mistakes. But I'm delighted in the fact that I can find joy in everything if we look for it. So there's wisdom in that. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think that's a, a good way to wrap up Chapter 8, uh, kind of. Give me a little history of, of Lady Wisdom and what all she's a she's been a part of since the beginning. But now we're at the moment. I don't know if you've been waiting for it, but we've kind of alluded to it. Or when we first started talking about Proverbs, we said how there was there's two sections in Proverbs. The first nine chapters are more about you know the speeches and the from Solomon to the audience, Lady Wisdom, Lady Folly, all of that kind of fun stuff. And then chapter ten on. We get into more of that traditional, you know, short phrases that Proverbs is known for. So now here we are, chapter 9. We are ending this first section right here, right now. I think we got time. Maybe. <laughs> we might have to start a little bit more. But real quick, Dylan, you want to start reading? There's 18 verses you can read until you're to your heart's desire. All right, here we go. Wisdom has built her house and... And she has honed her seven pillars. She slaughtered her beast, and she mixed her wine, and she also set her table. She has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in the town. Whoever is simple, what I just talked about, whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, come and eat my bread and drink. 
of the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the ways of inside. Whoever uh, corrects a scoffer gets himself abused, and he who refuses a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer, he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is in sight. For by me your days will be multiplied, and the years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear it. So here we uh, kind of just get a really big summary. And even in the last little uh, couple of verses that we'll read here in a second, um, just a summary of what all we've been talking about. Um, very condensed on, uh, more importantly, what Lady Wisdom wants for you. Like she wants... Like you read the last couple of verses in, that Dylan just read. She wants you to come to her and to seek out that wisdom, to have the fear of the Lord, to, to you know, your days will be multiplied, your years will be added to your life, and, and you're wise, and you're wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you'll scoff alone. But that's kind of like the last little sales pitch that Lady Wisdom is doing here. She's, you know, right off the bat, you read it. And it says her house has seven pillars. I mean, right away that screams the num- that's the number for perfection. So we see that in her you can kind of find what leads to for perfection, which is the fear of the Lord. You know, and she's inviting you. That verse six, she's you know sending out women to come and get you to bring you back. And so, um, so yeah, Lady Wisdom is really just right before we kind of get into these traditional proverbs. Um, she's just saying on how much that she wants you to come. And you, and we get down to those last couple of verses. You know, it gets kind of throws us back to the preface of Proverbs. You know, to the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You know, and now we get to hear it at the end, right here of the of this first little section, um, and just reiterating that in a nutshell, the beginning of wisdom is having that right relationship with God, and by finding that wisdom. Wisdom also rewards you back. So, well, it's in the way that they're kind of setting this up. If you notice in verse two, you know, it's just she slaughters her, her beast, or she's prepared her meat, she's made the drink, she's made the wine, and she's set her table. So they're they're showing this as you know, Lady Wisdom here inviting people to this amazing feast. Yeah, you know, you think about Thanksgiving's coming up small section of a day that we have in between Christmas and Christmas. Um, but, like, you know, mom and dad's Christmas tree is up in full force. I have my parents' Star Wars trees up. But, like, you have that one day that's like, yeah, Thanksgiving, then back to Christmas. But, you know, you think about, like, we go over to um, my nanny's house for Thanksgiving dinner, and, like, yeah, I'm really there to see the, to, like, the food, mm-hmm. like, and seeing my family's byproduct. I love them, but we're all there for the food. I know it's not just me. If you think about the deviled eggs for months, I have. But, like, seeing my family is also great, but you're really there for the food. I know you. I know you because you're like me. But think about, like, the anticipation that you have for anywhere really good to eat, right? Oh, yeah. And she's not just saying... Hey, you know, old lady wisdom's made some snacks over there. Like she is she has set the table, she's got everything ready for this great feast, and she is just inviting everybody. Come, mm-hmm. come, come, please. 
And like you think about excitement, you know, for your favorite food, right? You're going to your favorite restaurant. You've not been there in months and you're like, oh, I'm so excited. And you think about the joy and the delight and all these things that we need to bring that approach with us in our Christian life to be like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm so excited. You know, like my favorite restaurant in Crossville or in Cookville is Crawdaddy's. No matter the time, place, time of the year, you're going, you invite me, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I will cancel whatever I have to do. I'm there for the sweet potato fries because I love it. Mm-hmm. And when we think about not accepting this invitation, you're like, that's crazy. I would never not accept the invitation to go to Crawdaddy's. Why are we not? Why don't we have the same approach with this? Yeah. Because like, it's the same thing. This amazing thing is being prepared, but there's so many people that are like, I'm a pass. Like, you think about your favorite meal. There is no chance you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. No, you're going to be like, yes, I'm I'm in. Right. You know, so think about that. There's wisdom in being like, we have to understand that once we found Christ, it should be like, yes, I'm at the table, baby. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> you know, so there's there's wisdom in finding that delight and finding the excitement. So yeah, uh, we're going to close out real quick. Picking up verse 13, we just heard from Lady Wisdom. Now we're going to hear from Lady Folly. The woman Folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house. She takes a seat on the highest places of the town, calling to those who pass by, who are going straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. Uh, turn in here. And to him who lacks sense, she says, stolen water is sweet. And bread eaten in secret is pleasant, but he does not know that the dead are there. And he guessed and uh, excuse me, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. So I mean, this is it. This is just another kind of uh, recap. We kind of heard Lady Folly recapping all the things that you can get in her. And now Lady Wisdom's coming. I mean, excuse me, Lady Folly's coming with her own set of reminders about how uh, what you can get from her and it says it right there in just the uh, that verse 18 but he doesn't know that the dead are there that's where that's kind of the uh, the end result of a life lived with lady folly it's just death but then if you back up to verses 11 and 12 that's the end result of a life lived with lady wisdom your days will be multiplied you know years are going to be added to your life you know, you're going to be wise. You're wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you alone will bear it kind of deal. So, and that kind of closes the chapter nine. I just, the decision is yours kind of deal. Well, you have like, you have two different sides of the coin here. And, you know, you think about, we talked about places that you really want to be, like your favorite restaurant. But now you have places to where, like, it's the last place you want to go. Right. Like we all have those places. Like for me, it's the doctor. I have white coat syndrome, and I do not like doctors at all. White coat syndrome. I just that's something. Is that something you made? I mean, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's really good. Like, like shooting off the hip right there. I mean, I've always said that, but anyway, like I have white coat syndrome. To where like if I walk in the room, my blood or the doctor comes in, my blood pressure is about to skyrocket. Cause I just it makes me that nervous, right? It's the literally the last place that I want to be. And you read the description compared to this great feast that we're going to have with Lady Wisdom. Or you have this Lady Folly that's saying, 
you know, I love how I like the the way the ESV translates this because the the woman folly is loud. She is seductive and knows nothing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. It made me laugh the other day. I was like, that's funny. Knows nothing. But like, she's talking about all these things and and then talks about, you know, the people that lack sense and that stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Oh, but by the way, but he who but he does not know that the dead are there. Mm-hmm. And that all the guests that are in her presence, well, they're in the depths of Sheol. Like, you read that and you're like, that is the last place that I would want to be. Right. But yet there are so many people that are there that just don't understand what they're missing out on. So I have a challenge to issue to you as we kind of wrap this up and get ready for chapter 10. My challenge to you is, Christians, you have a choice. And hopefully every day, we're not perfect, but we're, we're striving to, to find and be at that table and be a part of Lady Wisdom's Feast. We have that choice every day. Are we going to be at the feast or are we going to be absent? Our chair is still there. We're just not in it. So we have that choice of saying, I'm there or I'm not. And, you know, you can't be, you know, you can't be half and half. It's either I'm sitting there eating at the table or I'm not. So we have that choice. But the challenge I have for you is if, if you're a Christian and you're, and you're fighting every day, and again, you're not perfect, but you're fighting every day to choose Lady Wisdom, and you're trying your best to be at that table, to be sitting there where this great feast is prepared. And like I said, you may not be there every day, but you're trying your hardest to live the life that God intends you to live and to make the choices that God would have you make. And you're trying to do it. Tell somebody about it. You know, just just say something. Because why are we going to live a life of joy and delight and not say something about it. You know, you have, like, and again, this is me imagining in my mind, but now we find out that God had a companion in Lady Wisdom while he was creating the, the earth, and she was delighted. And, and I just imagine watching all this unfold, and how can she not be like, wow, holy cow, this is amazing. I can't believe I'm, I'm here right now. I'm getting to witness all of that. That's what she's saying she was. She was delightful. She was full of joy, and she's just in awe. And I challenge us as Christians, don't lose that sparkle in your eye for God. Yeah. Don't lose it, but tell somebody about it. Because we live our lives, and, and God is giving us all these amazing things, and he's helping us through life. And you take it for granted, and you don't, ha- you don't take the time to sit back and go, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Like when you get good news about something, like, you know, whatever, like maybe your child, like my kids one day, whenever my daughter calls me and she's like, you're going to be a grandpa. I'm not going to be like, yeah, and hang up. <laughs> like, woo, woo. I want to be like, Jackson, guess what I just found out? This is amazing. Take, take that account in your Christian life. Tell somebody about it. Be like, man, this is amazing. I have to tell everybody. So that's my challenge for you. Number one, make the choice. Be at the feast. Be with Lady Wisdom every day and try as hard as you can. But if you're there, 
then tell somebody, please, shout it from the rooftops and say, I'm in. Yeah. And I've got to tell everybody about it. So that is your weekly sometimes challenge from Dylan. I like it. So anyway, we hope you have a great week. This is it. And We're done. <laughs> we will see you next week. Are we, do you have anything else you wanted to say? No. Yeah, this is it. This right. is in the first section. Chapter 10 on is woo, nitty gritty. Woo. <laughs> so, nitty gritty. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Jesus loves you. So do we. Drive safe. <laughs>